0: Hello there, Multiverse, I am Dayspring. And I'm Madrox, and welcome to our What If Minnesota coverage. We're gonna break down every episode this season of What If. Every week, you'll have me, your favorite Minnesotan, along with Dayspring, and a different guest to help us dissect every single frame of this fantastic show. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hope you survive the experience. Daryl, I am so excited for our guest today. For those of you who haven't been to Book Club, our guest today brought some spicy hot takes last time. And I cannot wait for our next book club, which is coming up next Mm month. So if you want details, go to the Power of X-Men Instagram page, um, but I I will be there. I really hope our guests will be there, and I'm so glad that she is here today.
1: Our next book club read is Avengers versus X-Men, and it's going to be sponsored by Legion on Zoom. But I just want to quickly say, when Daryl and I were putting the list together for you know people we think would be a good fit for what if episodes the first person daryl said was Susanna from book club aka metal magnet man aka on the zoom right now
2: that's right and she is secretly decided to be a spider-man variant Uh, because why not because
0: why not 2021 I
2: i don't have demanda money you know (laughs) i wish i have whatever superpowers allowing her to cosplay as whoever she wants that is her mutant power
0: it is
1: i love amanda martini so much folks that's it another episode another shout out to demanda martini i mean the the community has spoken but we are here to talk about what if Specifically, this episode, which is "What if Killmonger rescued or saved Tony Stark?" I'm forget. I think the UK has "save" and we have "rescue." Sorry, just an innocuous little like point there that I was on a podcast yesterday and they made that distinction. I was like, "Huh,
0: okay, interesting." Yeah, that
1: is very interesting. Yeah, and for the US, it's "rescued" Tony Stark. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark?
0: I this. I- it's a really, I feel dystopian alternate reality. And um, Susanna, I think you have a theory on the theme for what if. So
2: Yes, pain. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please elaborate.
2: I'm so glad you asked. But <laughs> in each episode, we get various levels of pain. Episode one, Picky Carter, the bittersweet kind. Because while while shit's going down, the world's sort of on fire, and then next thing you know, she's like brought to the present, and she's like, oh yay, we won the war. But her face, that is not an expression of glee. That is the exact opposite.
1: She missed her dance with Steve.
2: And I mean... And she was yes. also trapped
1: in a dimension with an octopus that was trying to kill her for, like, 70-plus years. I mean, yes. Unpleasant. Also, if unpleasant. Marvel
2: knows anything about not giving a crap, there's a good chance Steve might become some sort of Winter Soldier-type thing. You know, because pain.
1: Oh. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that. That that. That Steve could become a Winter Soldier ish remind me where did Bucky leave off in that what if I mean I think he was fine right so presumably he would age like a normal human and, and die
0: I think so no. I mean oh. so I mean looking at this episode it's very clear where the pain was and there's a lot of it
2: <laughs> There was episode there was 2 which was T'Challa as Star Lord I don't have to explain to you why it's painful I don't have to. It speaks for itself. Number three. What was that one? Um, what was it zombie or Doctor Strange?
1: It Doctor it? Strange. Doctor oh no, no, no. That was um, no, that was the one where um, Ant Man or not Ant Man, Yellow Jacket killed all of the Avengers. It was that mystery, the Black Widow. Oh, the was the so
2: one. somehow Marvel managed to bring another point. If you're a scientist who happens to be both named Hank and a Pym, if we don't keep you in check, you could destroy the world.
1: Yes. Yes. Nothing good comes out of Hank Pym or Janet Van Dyne. Nothing good. Especially Janet.
2: Speaking of which, because I know you're talking about how you think, is she, how you know she's responsible for House of M and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I brought this up because, by the way, you said in one of your Kikis that Doctor Strange wiped Wanda's memories, and I've mentioned in the comics. I'm not sure if you saw that if it was clearly mm. Agatha Harkness.
1: Oh, you're right, it was Agatha. You're right, it was Agatha. It was Agatha, Agatha all along. Along. Oh, Agatha. Any
0: winning song?
1: Winning song. Okay, but here's the thing, though. Here's my thing with with Doctor Strange. Sidebar, like. Still, okay, so he didn't, he wasn't the one who wiped her, but he still participated. And when Wanda came to him in the Vision and Scarlet Witch Volume 2 series, and Wanda's like, listen, doctor, how am I pregnant? This doesn't seem natural. He's like, oh, Wanda, don't worry about it. You're just like every new mom. There's a door. And like literally in Avengers Disassembled, then he shows up and he's you're like the magics are being abused. Wanda, how long have you been messing with the world? He would eventually say in House of M. And I'm just like, come on, like you solve this problem from the inception, and you literally gaslit her and sent her out the door because you didn't want to deal with it.
2: That and also I think who wrote the who wrote the, who wrote, wrote disassemble? Brian Michaels, Michaels? Mm-hmm. Was either badass. that or um brian and michaels did not read the originals um uh, wand vision and Scarlet Witch. no
1: and, and it's fine like you can't hold like it, the early 2000s it just you didn't have the information available to you the way you did do now like i worked at wizard back then and like i remember Which
2: i was very surprised yeah I was, oh my god I it was mind. a
1: lot of fun but when we were writing articles we had to go into the archives and read the comic books because wikipedia just wasn't what it is today and like the the, the you didn't have digital comics so i can li- i agreed you know he just didn't maybe he just didn't know he didn't have the back but i'm surprised marvel didn't have like a historian or someone copy edit fact check it you know but it was-
2: hey maybe wanda <laughs> made them disappear <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, wait. So episode three and then episode four. Obviously, it's the Doctor zombies. Strange. No, no, it's the Doctor Strange. Obviously, the, Doctor Strange lost his heart. The pain speaks for itself. And then zombies. What about zombies? Well,
0: I mean, that was
2: sort of like, eh, because it's a zombie apocalypse, you get what you get, you know? If you somehow make it out alive, cool. But there is one thing, a few things that I don't understand. How did Wanda, with all her powers, get a- affected? Thanos! Mm-hmm. How? You got the Infinity Gauntlet. You couldn't just... I, I know that you didn't have the complete set, but you couldn't use at least... You couldn't use the power jam to, like, wipe them out?
1: <laughs> I agree. I was thinking that, too. Like, he couldn't just go like that, or... Or Wanda couldn't create like a little bubble, but like I don't know. I guess we just saw like how we kind of saw like Hank Pym biting Captain America, we can assume it was a version of that where like they just got the one up on him. <laughs> <laughs> I li- mean, listen, I agree.
2: <laughs> Do you like this did you like the episode the most because you got to see hope die?
1: Yes. Yes. Everyone who knows how oh our- you got to Poor- see
2: hope die.
1: Poor Daryl, like for that episode. Hope
2: die, hope dies because <laughs> for some reason hope is hope. <laughs> hope.
1: The future is no longer a four-letter word. But yeah, when when there were two people I talked to extensively about wasp dying, one of them was Cole, who I co-host another podcast with, but also Daryl. I was just like, oh, wasp is dead. But listen, in fairness, I don't dislike hope. It's Janet and even Michelle Pfeiffer. Janet, I'd like until this episode. Or until that episode, because of course, Janet Van Dyne has not met a universe she doesn't want to dump on. <laughs> no.
2: I never got Wops' whole deal in comics. Because, like, because here's the thing, and like, it's like the same thing with Kitty Pride, you know? She was a kid. She didn't have access to shit. You know? But Wasp... You're supposed to be a fashion designer.
1: <laughs> I mean, I still maintain the, the dress she put Aurora in in House of M was one of the ugliest things I have yeah. ever seen. That's supposed to be a JVD original. And it was hideous. And I've said that. And so many people were like, no, it's not. It was beautiful. I was like, mm. not, for, not for Storm
2: was wearing it. And she looks good in anything.
1: Absolutely. But the dress itself was ugly. But Storm wearing it made it work. Storm will make anything work. Yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe Janet should have just been a pilot. Uh, <laughs> a, a charter total, pilot? A charter pilot. Another a Demand of Martini pilot. reference. It is the most ubiquitous role for Marvel women, especially those that they came up with in the 70s. Um, or earlier. Because Janet was obviously the the one woman on the Avengers. and that- You know,
2: until Jennifer and Carol showed up Wanda to join Lee later yeah. after they kind of turned traitor before Beast made it worse.
1: And I love well, you so much. I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> thank you for being on the show today. Um, Wait, so let's talk about pain in relation to this episode because I know, uh, I, I think it's very obvious, but Stana, let's hear your your talk. Give us Give us your hot tea, On pain and what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark?
2: Well, let's see. We got to see. Tony dying again. Rhodey. (sighs) I knew Rhodey was going to die when he was sent to get the vibranium. I know. I, I expected it, but I was never really prepared for it. And then Rhodey had to really put the nail in the coffin by be, by saying you gotta change the system by being a private no you do not tell someone like Killmonger that you shut up yeah.
1: you shut up oh it was just so oh it was just and one of those things and you
2: got Tony who for some reason I was like you know cool, you want to see Killmonger die, and all, but then when he beats the robot, stabs Tony with the spear, like, Tony, why didn't you just send the video onto the internet, the way Killmonger exposed stain?
0: hmm
1: ah. I know. It's, it's one of those things, what, I want to circle back on two topic points here. One, I love that Tony was back in the MCU in some iteration because I don't know how you guys felt. And Daryl, I'm curious for your thoughts on this. But I was like, I want Tony, them to stop killing
2: pet. off Tony.
1: Yes, stop killing off Tony and give me drunk Tony. Like all I could think of was seeing him when he died. First of all, sidebar. I thought, speaking of pain, I thought the animation when he died when that glass fell I was like, oh, that was a that was a budget cut right there. But I want to see Demon in a Bottle adapted. Like, him drinking and being so funny and witty, I was like, that is Tony Stark. I'm sorry, Daryl, what were you saying?
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel we should see that version. And I don't know if they're ever going to do that version, though. Mm -hmm. Because that would be really hard to pull off on the Disney Plus platform. If they did it, it would have to be like Hulu. So there's that differentiation on the more adult themes they shove towards Hulu, like Modoc. Mm-hmm. I'm not I
2: mean, if Hulu can give Hit a show,
1: <laughs> I love how that that show just dropped today.
0: By the way, <laughs> right? Like, you where know, did
2: he... Sorry, um, you know who Hit Daryl? You know who who is, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: And I had no idea there was going to be a show.
2: You do now! <laughs> yeah,
0: I do. Well, I mean, the series
1: was originally announced as part of The Offenders, so does this mean we're getting The Offenders? Like, are we getting that Dazzler and Tigra show?
0: And no, they canceled that. They canceled that hardcore.
1: Oh, did they? I Is thought, wait. The Dazzler wait, show? Yeah, I th- but I thought Hitmonkey was part of that. Maybe Hitmonkey was already, par- already so knee-deep in production.
0: Uh, they kept it, so Modoc was part of that, too, so it was supposed to oh. The Dazzler teaming up with Tigra, they were gonna do their thing, mm-hmm. and then there was a Howard the Duck show, yeah, that was going to be produced that they. also I got did. you. So they like kept part of it, and maybe
2: they found out about the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, your tea, Susanna!
1: Thank God I'm drinking <laughs> drinking some whiskey and raspberry liqueur. What
0: do you um, call this drink? But yes, I think if they ever wanted to tackle that storyline, I think it, they could do a really good job about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd have to be long form. It'd have to be at least a miniseries. And what do you do? What I mean, they have the multiverse right now. They can do whatever they want. They yeah. can time. They can do anything they want. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that Robert Downey Jr. would be down to return. I think both he and Chris Evans... Have made it pretty clear like they're done with the characters and um they're doing their next big things.
1: Which is Dr. Doolittle too. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Susanna has me being salty tonight.
2: Wait, they're gonna make a sequel to that?
1: No, I think Robert Danny Jr. was in Doctor Doolittle, like the new Dr. Doolittle, like two or something like that. And then Chris Evans does all these like you know, coms and Netflix Marvel, shows and then watches. I guess
2: you could say that uh that Dr. Doofleberry had sucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is me Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doodle all. That's Yeah.
1: Who- oh my god, I loved I loved those growing up. Yes. Wait, so going back to this episode, I thought, you know, I really liked seeing Tony Stark back in the MCU just being his gregarious larger than life personality, a drink in his hand, you know, his comments during the press junket. I thought was handled so well. So RDJ. I'm I'm sad that RDJ couldn't come back to voice him. I, I don't think they could afford him. In this case, I will say his contract was done and they couldn't afford him.
0: And I think that's why we... <laughs> um, I think that's why we have an absence of a lot of Thor as well because mm-hmm. they could have tapped into Hemsworth if they wanted to because they were filming... They, he, they could have done some voiceover when um, they were doing just some uh, additional dialogue for Thor because you know they had to bring him into a booth to re record some of that stuff anyway. So
1: we, we've talked about that. Like, why not? Like, why? What if they had just told him, like, come in and do this? But, like, it's a, even the same with Chris Pratt, they couldn't use like a grunt. From, from some outtakes or even from the show it's, or the series, excuse me, itself. And also, like, you know what? I'm also shocked about Shuri. Why wasn't Shuri back? I mean, because, I mean, that character is so closely tied to the Black Panther franchise now. I
0: think they're, they, they're I hear a rumor that we're going to recast her. Why? Something Why? Like, I think due to political views. Like I saw oh. a sort of rumor, which could have been from like, comicbook.com or something like who knows I think Uh,
1: she's she's back because she's in the hospital right now because of stunt work on Black Panther or something like that I think she's
2: when Sherry showed up in the in Pepper's office it was like oh thank god Sherry is on to your shit thank god did Sherry see the tiny remote Killmonger just casually pulled up out of his pocket like hoping no one would see.
0: I'm, I wouldn't put it past her. I think that she is a wonderful character. And this episode, so some of the episodes are self-contained and you can tell that they are, but more and more we're getting episodes that you can see it's going to lead to something else. Uh-huh. The The way this episode ended was so abrupt to me. and So abrupt. And just like last episode where I felt that they could have extended last episode to be a feature length movie. Same with this one. This could have been a two hour, two and a half hour movie. And we still would have wanted more. Um,
1: And I think that's a testament to Michael B. Jordan. Once again, being so captivating, even just his voice work was so incredible here. And what I like about Killmonger is that he is a very refined, effective villain who can really take down the entire like Marvel universe if he wanted to, and given and given the, the the chance to, I just I was so impressed by his voice work and 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 the positioning of the character, and much like you with what you were saying, Daryl, I keep calling you Daryl this episode. Madrox, the the entire episode, I was just like, where is this going? Where is this going? And then it just abruptly ended, and so I'm like, oh. It has to be building towards something. It's was Marvel. It? It's Marvel.
2: It, was it just me or was I like? Because when I saw the Wakandans just battling it out, I was half expecting Killmonger to, you know, let the Queen die.
0: Yes, I got the same vibe.
2: Also, when he was with T'Chaka on the cliff, like, is he gonna kill him? Is he gonna just kill T'Chaka? Give him a shove. Is he going to, like, go all scar on his Mufasa ass?
1: Oh, my God. I was thinking that, too. I was thinking there was going to be that, that kind of, like, Lion King reference there.
0: <laughs> I mean, you it is what? Disney. It so. is Disney. <laughs> he been in the family.
1: <laughs> you know what? Actually, I found really hard for me to watch. And I really, I didn't think it, I didn't think, like, I don't get impacted by things like this very easily. But when T'Challa was killed and, I, yeah. I I really I was not okay with that emotionally. I'm not saying that like I think it was beautiful. Like if I'm Marvel, if I'm a Marvel executive I'm looking at this episode, I understand why they kept it in because obviously at the end he comes back and they have that conversation in the afterlife and it's a very beautiful touching scene. But as a as a viewer, Chadwick Boseman our king, like it was just so hard to process. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. (sighs) Mm.
0: And it it really makes me wonder how they're going to write around his uh, actual death for the movie next year and how they're grappling with that
1: that is like a huge source of contention in like the like MCU community on like Reddit and like movie vloggers because i think Kevin Feige said they were going to recast but not recast in a significant way just like recast like as a body double or like a stunt person wearing the suit to like elucidate the death
2: isn't namor supposed to be in the next black panther movie
0: i have heard that
1: rumor is it confirmed I'm always confused. I thought it was confirmed, but I don't think it is because we've and, had Namor cosplay, and Namor cosplay would have said that. Sorry, continue, Susanna. Yeah. Speaking
2: of, if so, and hear me out. A way to bring in Namor, you have him kill T'Challa and drown in a bunch of Wakandans. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that way you can be you can get the war started.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't... So here's the thing that I'm thinking. If they're going to do Namor, they're probably going to want him to be an anti-hero, right? And if he kills T'Challa, like, unless he is possessed by a cosmic parasite or something like that, I don't think audiences will ever forgive Namor. Now, unless they just want to have Namor be a straight-up villain, that, like Thanos, like at the end, they're just one and done, goodbye. But I, I think if we're going to have longevity with Namor, you can't have him kill T'Challa. That would be... Desi- However T'Challa dies... It can't be at the hand of a character that they want to invest in because the audience would not forgive that character.
2: Unless it was an unforgivable villain.
1: Like Dr. Doom. So that is that is the other rumor that like the real big bad of Black Panther 2 is supposedly going to be Dr. Doom. Yeah. Sorry, well, remember Did
2: you ever read that comic series when Doom pulled a bane and somehow broke his back?
1: No, I did not. Yeah, it was,
2: do- it was like, it was Doom War,
1: you
0: mm. know,
2: it was back, back before the days when Hank was, we, pe- not a lot of people, you know, didn't realize just how far Hank has fallen. It was during the dark, when were the few dark times of the X-Men, you know, when, Havoc was leading that one group of X-Men. Lorna was slowly losing her mind. Jarkonaut was a member. Iceman was still in the closet, but for some reason, Northstar liked him.
1: Good times. Chuck Austin. Who who could tell? Who could tell? Austin.
2: Austin. Damn. He person is one is on my X-Men shit list. Anyway, (laughs) during Doom War... You know, Dr. Doom wants Vibranium. He goes to Wakanda. He goes to Ch- he, he He go ask Bass for it. And then he gives a compelling argument. And somehow this, the dumbass cat said yes. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I love Doom. I mean, sure, he's right. And for a lot of reasons. But it, this is very important. If Dr. Doom wants important shit like Vibranium, spoiler alert, the answer is always no!
1: Yes! Uh, Oh my god, Susanna, this is exactly why we wanted you on ASAP.
2: It should have been in this moment where all of Wakanda should have been turned into atheists Mm -hmm. for the sole fact that their god gave their medal to the one of the few guys who was trying to like control or wipe them out
1: it is ludicrous it's so i think like now in today's world like writing world like we wouldn't see things like that happen i mean unless editorial Nathan was aaron. very
2: unless there's, there's a and aaron
1: yeah <laughs> oh who was i talking to oh i think it's namor cosplay Susanna, do you talk to namor cosplay they i, oh, sang, do, I broke do.
2: him I, I broke him that's him right at that one time i
1: remember you sent me the screenshot i i Two. broke
2: i, I broke, Namor you, broke you broke
1: our king because i, I he,
2: broke the king i, I broke him
1: okay yeah. but can can we talk about angela bassett and queen ramanda like and it being revealed i don't think it's been revealed before that she's actually like the head of the the dora how yeah. how incredible was that
0: Yeah, Angela
2: Bassett can do anything
0: I mean her being the head Was wonderful And even when you're looking at Who they brought back Because like I mentioned last episode I watch the credits like a hawk now Because I want to see which original actors And actresses are coming back And none of them Matter to me more than Angela Bassett Like Angela Bassett Came back for this cartoon episode That's fantastic
1: But do you know what's hysterical? The other night uh, when I couldn't sleep, I was Googling Angela Bassett's name because A, I loved her in Coven when she played Marie Lebeau. Oh Oh, my God, like goddess. But then I came across an article where she was originally offered the role of Storm, but apparently they couldn't afford her. And now I'm like, oh, I love that Disney has the money to have her come on on their cartoon. But the the X-Men back in 2000. Thanks to
2: Sylvie. We could get her as a variant.
1: I know. Ooh. Oh, she would be a perfect storm. Even you know, still to this day. Still to this day, she would I think be a perfect she storm. Which would be a, would be a perfect
2: were. example to bring in the X-Men unit. You want you to know why I think that? Because one of Kang's variants, Ramatud. And which X-Men villain does Ramatad have? Apocalypse! 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 Yes. <laughs> does? They could get away with it.
1: I, I'm 100% there. With, the with Angela
2: you. Bassett for, for your storm.
1: Oh my God. Even if she wanted to play high school, I wouldn't question
0: it. If Angela Bassett wanted to play a 16 year old storm, I'll <laughs> fucking go along with it. We'd be like, no, this is totally normal and fine.
1: I don't know what's wrong with you. That's how 16 year old people look like. They look like I mean, Angela Bassett. Haven't you
2: watched anything on CW69? <laughs> yeah.
1: It's true. <laughs> oh my god.
2: Also, of course teenagers are acting like that. CW69.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched the CW in a minute, but I am watching you're Titans. You're much. I I was into what episode, what what series was I into? I was into Arrow Flash um Batwoman obviously. Arrow like Flash. I know. You're I kind of figured. I kind of figured after they kept repeating everything, but um, like the plot wise. But um, I thought this episode, I, I, I love the performances. I love the homages. Obviously, there were so many great homages. The Gwyneth Paltrow voice kind of took me off because I don't know if I've said this enough. I'm a huge Gwenny fan. Like, I subscribe to Goop. Like, I, I buy Goop <laughs> products. Come after me, internet. But um, her voice took me out of it. But I was happy to see Pepper Potts in there. And And I love the ending with her and Shuri. I'm just like, oh, this is obviously setting up something bigger. You know what I mean? Like, whether we're going to get in season one or a season two, I think something Probably A-Force. Oh, God, please give us A-Force. I agree.
2: Once upon a time in a dream, I had uh, because due to imagination and insomnia Same, sis. Yes,
1: that's the name of our joint memoir.
2: Cool <laughs>
1: dreams and insomnia. Yeah, our imagination um, and insomnia. Pepper sorry.
2: decides to get her shit together, takes over America, becomes president for life, and informs a force. And and, <sighs> and in another instance, Shuri decides to say, "You know what? Fuck this. Uh, I'm gonna take over Wakanda." Because
0: she can, because yeah, she
1: was cool. probably she has the brains, the tact, and she would be an amazing queen yeah. slash leader. Yeah, I
2: and, and then in one of those, and then towards the end, towards this dream, no one really stops them. <laughs> Not out of the, because they figured they couldn't, because they are good. They they figured they would that they would be good.
1: Listen, At any universe where Gwyneth Paltrow is the president of the United States, A, I am therefore. Hey, a...
2: if exiles can make magma president, why not what if?
1: <laughs> what if Gwyneth was uh, the MCU president? No, but I think what I've liked about Gwyneth in, in this role, specifically Pepper Potts, I think Pepper Potts has proven herself to be a very capable leader, business person, a great character- I think it's unfortunate that probably Gwyneth as an actress is done with acting because she's focusing on being an entrepreneur in her epic quote. She was an actress mask. I'm sorry. She was an entrepreneur masquerading as an actress hashtag goop. But anyways, back to this episode. (laughs) Um, Out of
2: all the people I'm expecting to die or like hoping would see die. I'm very disappointed. It wasn't Tachaka because I'm like, you got him alone. You got him on a cliff. Yeah, and I—he's right there.
0: And the journey of Killmonger throughout the entire episode is that he's fucking ruthless. He right? will do anything because he has a grand plan. And that, just like you said, I am so surprised that he did not kill the king and queen of Wakanda. But I think that's going to be. Uh,
2: Or at least just to talk, you know, because did he, like, not know who killed his dad? Was that it? Was that probably the reason?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think we're going to see more of the story unfold. It ended too abruptly. It was too too much of an abrupt ending. I I have to see it fully spanned out before I can sit here and be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know? And that's my only criticism with this. I was enjoying it. But then at the same time, when it ended, I was like, that's it. It's kind of like how I felt about Marvel Zombies. I enjoyed being in this universe. I want it more. Like, I, I don't I don't know. Like, maybe as a viewer, it feels a little weird. Like, I don't want my, my appetite to be wet. Like, I kind of want to relish in this universe. Sort of how we relished in some of the other worlds we have seen. Like, I can walk away from the Captain Carter episode being like, I got a good sense of that world. Similarly with like the Doctor Strange one and even like the Black Widow, you know, um, Hank Pym one. These last two, I've been like, I feel like it just, it was just the tip of the iceberg. Are you trying to make me excited for what's to come? Or was this bad writing? I'm inclined to say, you know, it's the former because I think the writing is pretty solid. And I've I've been happy. I I think what Daryl said-
2: of what if it's like that meme oh my god this this can't get any more painful and then in the next episode hold my beer <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, it, and there are some to speak to what you said day spring these some of the episodes are closed book we know that all right that's a fully realized storyline and i feel they're setting up setting up a few tent poles for i don't know if it's the season finale or if it's for the next season yeah you have to uh, by closing up some of these stories they're opening up avenues for new stories next season which they need to do you can't do the doctor strange stuff through four seasons like we, we kind of know that that story is realized it's done um but i i feel Right now, that Captain Carter and the Zombies and Killmonger, those three episodes right now are shoe-ins for continuation next season. And I think we're going to probably get one more of those before this season is done, where it will recur throughout at least next season, if not further.
1: Agreed. I mean, especially like to... To go back to that Chrysler commercial where we had all the characters congregated, I mean, there has to be something that they're going to be doing, like where they're going to unify. And we've seen shots again where um, Gamora, who we still haven't seen, and I'm I don't I'm forgetting who's in the shot, but like they do like the avengers style, um, you know, union that that we saw in the first Avengers. So you know,
2: but, yeah. with the Watcher not doing shit except for that Doctor Strange one, it's each episode. Makes me not feel so bad if they ever decide to have Nick Fury kill him off.
1: I if you do not get that. Like if that. you
2: do not get that joke,
1: oh, trust me, I see Major, that joke.
2: Do you get that joke? <laughs>
1: It's from. Oh, the... you don't get
2: the joke. Oh, what? he does not get the I, joke. Oh, I don't.
1: Damn. Well, no, no. It, it's so. A couple summers ago, we had a big mystery series. In, okay, in the you know how Marvel in universe. Comics, there's
2: like a Black Fury now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the son of White Nick Fury, who for some reason decided to kill the Watcher and steal his eyeballs. It's like set up this whole murder mystery and shit. Yeah, it
1: that's was. It was horrendous. because the Watcher.
2: Saw something he shouldn't have, and Fury had to silence him, and like, Fury, it's the Watcher. Who do you think you're messing with, Aaron? Aaron, the Rogue Watcher, who teamed up with, with Doom that one time?
1: <laughs> it's, it was it, it's like- the
2: Watcher, it, it also, you're like, Nick, you,
1: It was part of the, the original, original You're not
2: Galactus, you, you, you can't, you're not threatening shit.
1: Yeah, it was part of the, it was the original Sin crossover. And that's where we got like Thor seeing like, oh, Angela, I have a sister and stuff like that. But I
2: think she barely becomes in comics once they own your ass.
1: I know. It's so interesting. Sidebar. But like, yeah, it was really interesting how they brought her in just to Neander. But that's fine. So, Daryl, what did you think of this episode? How do you think it ranks against some of the other ones we saw?
0: Oh, I think you bring up a good point. We're in the place where we can finally start ranking stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Because we have too many episodes to really just pick a favorite, I think, the ranking. This would be, uh, I think, number three for me. Yeah. Uh, Just because I do like the T'Challa Star-Lord episode, and I really liked the Zombies episode. So this one is number three.
1: Okay. And Susanna, a.k.a. Metal Magnet Man, what do you think of this episode compared to the others?
2: It's pain. It's, it's painful within each for various reasons. Because while well, the current phase of Marvel is, you know, time is an illusion as is death. That's right. I just brought some Avatar fan for you. Um, and Avatar The Last Airbender. The show. Yeah. Oh, you, Nothing it needs, else?
1: It needs no introduction.
2: Yeah.
0: It's not the Blue People.
2: No.
1: Not James Cameron.
2: I mean, I love the movie, but, you know. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Time is illusion as is death. Meanwhile, what if it's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you?
1: <laughs> well, time is broken. That's it. We saw it in Loki, and I think this is a byproduct of that, and I think it's going to come into fruition in. The
2: multiverse. In-
1: yeah, the we're main gonna see it.
2: Is nothing really matters?
1: Yeah. Oh my god, I'm like so sad now after like drinking my entire whiskey with it's like Saint George liqueur.
2: We can blame Loki for like nothing matters.
1: I'm like, you're right. Throwing
2: papers <laughs> in the air during Pompeii.
1: No, I mean it's it's a very valid perspective and. It's. It, it feels like a lot of things are inconsequential, especially when like the multiverse timeline, sacred timeline, is now shattered. And but I think we're seeing the byproduct of that in everything. And I think some of the themes. I'm going to maintain this. I think some of the themes that are happening here we're going to see carry over into Doctor Strange. And I don't think Doctor Strange or Spider Man No Way Home is the end for this multiverse saga. I think we're doing the home run all the way to. Secret Wars. Did I get that analogy right? Is that what happens in baseball? You get a home run, right? I'm not sports Yeah. Sure. Ball. sports Sports. either. Sports. But anyways, um, Susanna, thank you for joining us today. Where can the folks at home find you?
2: Um, on Instagram. Um, metal Magnet Man. And when I'm and if I'm not on Instagram, I'm scrolling through my Tumblr.
1: Oh my God, Tumblr! Yes, I still use Tumblr.
2: Yeah, either that or I'm writing my fan fiction.
1: Where, where can folks find your fan fiction?
2: Um, the greatest place of all, archive of our own, A O three A O three. It's I will hold up. I got like forty seven fiction on here. Where, where am I? Yeah, I will ship you, man, sixty nine.
1: All right, perfect.
2: I got like forty-seven picks, and I think—and I think—if you're a comic book, you'll like this series. Professor X is a jerk. Yeah. I, and in at least two of them, I give Magneto Wolverine claws.
0: Yes, I'm here Every, for it. Everyone needs it's, to read this and bring your thoughts to the next book club. Yes,
2: I will. <laughs>
0: I am a, I'm really ready for them to surprise us any second now by posting what this week's episode will be about so I can prepare myself physically and mentally and emotionally for the pain that will be brought.
1: Oh! And with that, guys, we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 And that's this week's episode of What If... Join next week for our continuous coverage. Rate and review this podcast, and you can find Power of X-Men on Instagram at
0: Power of X-Men. And find me on Instagram at Mac on Fleetwood.